yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. Welcome, guys. Welcome, Digital Yogis. I'm here with Claire Ellie to share with you Claire's journey as a profitable yoga teacher. Um, so welcome, Claire. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, Kelly. So you're in New Zealand, aren't you? You're in New Zealand. Yes. Share with us your journey, really, as a yoga business owner. Yeah, sure. So um, I entered the program last year when COVID hit. I'd never taught online before. Um, I felt very, very awkward and very weird doing, like, doing my first Zoom class. And basically the program really gave me like a structure and an anchor. Um, and I definitely moved, um, moved at it um, with like moved through it at my own pace. Um, but yeah, basically my, I guess what happened was I was in the program. I really refined what my niche, what my audience was, um, what kind of my point of difference was, which has actually changed from when I initially started, like just this year, I've sort of moved in a different direction. But mm. I um, started just by actually getting an online community because I, I had a, a following, but I, I wasn't nurturing that following. Maybe I would do posts and newsletters sporadically, like once a month sort of thing. Um, and I had some existing, um, previous to me teaching online, I had been traveling the world for three years. Previous to that, I used to be a yoga teacher in London, like working full-time in studios. So um, from the travel, I, I had a lot of, I had a, a bit of a community. However, it's not like I was teaching in the same studios every week. I would be in Barcelona one week teaching a workshop, then in New York for a couple of months teaching a few classes a week. So I didn't actually have like, any place where my community was gathering so the online space really enabled me to do that because of COVID obviously everyone's in lockdown so they need yoga classes so mm -hmm. I um I started by um doing zoom classes drop-in zoom classes and um well actually that's a lie I I ran two yoga what I called yoga clubs um to begin with where I did week-long retreats and it was like I, I did one class a day and they all kind of integrated um, for seven days um, so I ran two of those and that was my first kind of test of I did it at quite a low price point which looking back I did not need to do that but I just was trying to build confidence always mm -hmm. price accordingly um, or what you're worth but anyway I built managed to build a really good community from that and then um, uh, from that I did drop-in zoom classes so kind of launched a little bit of an online studio and that was good just to practice actually being in front of a camera and um, just that engagement and consistency and then um, as I was building my community I started building my email list I started yeah using all the tools and then I launched my first program called the modern yogi um, it was 
philosophy and asana um and i made 6k from that which was really really exciting i had um with 16 people sign up mm. um it was a six-week program and then about a month after that i had all these people that wanted to keep practicing with me and then so i launched another program and half the people from the first program joined the second program which was really interesting so that was cool. Um, I made around the same amount of money and then, um, and it was four weeks. And I, so I priced it at a little bit of a lower price point, or I think it, yeah, cause it was one class a week instead of two, but I made the same amount, which was amazing. Um, and then uh, that happened. And then basically I started realizing that actually I wanted to expand my niche and I didn't just want to talk about philosophy and asana. I wanted to actually look at people's pain points and, cater mm. to them rather than just giving them education giving them a transformation so I started to um really my niche now is um women suffering from burnout and overwhelm and I've actually gone into business with my best friend who has we realized through doing a lot of this work that we have the same niche and we have complementing mm -hmm. skills she does a lot with um like hormones and, and cycles and, and things like that. So yeah, we've yeah. just gone into business together. We launched our first um, program in February. It sold out. We both made 5K off that. Um, and then we've, we've got a wait list and we're launching again. So that's kind of the journey. What's been happening. That's my journey. Yeah, yeah it's a bit long, and but yeah. What year did you do your teacher training? I did my teacher training in 2014 yeah okay because we know each other from london back then yeah um so yeah so you did your teacher training you're in london for a short while you're in london for a while doing that teaching in studios and then you did some traveling and then you decided to settle in new zealand and of course you've been building your community and then obviously last year with the pandemic you came into the program so it was great timing because you were kind of at the start of wanting to build a community um looking back I mean you've done so much you know that kind of timeline from getting moving back to New Zealand and getting yourself online to where you are right now with this wait list for another program like is absolutely incredible like your results are incredible looking back last year so, so this time this time last year because you came in as a fast track student didn't you yeah for, in April in April so basically when last year around this time last year I decided to open up the profitable yoga teacher there was an existing group in the program and I decided to open the doors because of COVID and what was happening to provide support for some teachers to come into the program it was kind of like month four I think I think we were in month four of that existing group um, as a fast track student so you came straight in got all that knowledge and support to be able to do that and yeah you've done so much you managed to get your course out there looking back to you know this time last year what were the gaps in your knowledge that you were looking to fill structure and basically what I've realized is that your community is so important like my community I am really consistent with my emails and people love hearing from me and I put a lot of thought into my emails and I don't have a huge email list but people like I get over a 50% open rate sometimes on my emails and like people email me back and things like that so I think my 
my gaps were how to talk to your community, how to message, how to understand your niche and like understand how to provide a transformation and how to provide a solution for them so that you're you're actually you can charge so much more when people get results and when people are you're you're able to show them that they're coming in as a and then they're going to come out as b you know that there's a clear process pathway to take them towards that transformation yeah and it's interesting that you say that your niche has evolved since then because I always I do believe that it does you know I think sometimes we get so fixated that we have to have it all set in stone but actually you you should you should be open to allowing it to evolve as you evolve as a as a teacher and as a business owner um and you know focusing on the transformation as you said is such an important part of this especially when you're creating a course because the course needs to be about providing the solution you know providing that transformation to people and really focusing in on their pain points so what did you do to discover what their pain points were i actually got a lot from um the copy bible that yeah you um asked us to put together in the program and surveying surveying my students i survey them after every course i ask my community a lot of questions um i have people write to me um in my from my emails and I just observe once you're tapped into your community you mm -hmm. you start to observe what they what they comment on what they like what they don't like I also one of my lead magnets was that in my Facebook group I do a free class every week I've actually just stopped last week was the last week that I I was doing it because I've I've been getting a bit tired I've been doing it for months now but every yeah. week I would show up and do a 40 minute flow and through that I got loads of kind of comments and people reaching out and you know um yeah just went listening listening to your community and asking asking them asking questions all the time what do you guys need yeah exactly so we do that emotional driven survey quite early on in the in the course yeah. don't we? which allows you to get that um insight and feedback around the emotions basically that your community are feeling like when you can actually speak to the emotion you know you can really kind of cut through all of the noise that's online and people really start to kind of connect to what you're saying and resonate with what you're sharing um what about your mindset what kind of oh. mindset shifts have you gone through over the last year? Um, I just want to go back to the messaging one just for people yeah. because this was huge, huge, huge for me. Once I cracked my messaging, mm. people, I would get people on, um, I do chemistry calls with everyone before they join my my new program because it's, it's quite a high price point. And um, I get the exact same everyone in my course in my current course that I've just launched is all we're all they're all on point with each other there's no one that like shouldn't be there because they're all responding to the same messaging and they've all got the same pain points and that was groundbreaking so I really really think that that copy bible um that emotionally driven survey is key I still refer back to it I just wanted to uh, recap Mate. on that but um my mindset wow yeah this is huge um this is probably the thing above everything, like um, being an entrepreneur teaches you so much about yourself and 
it's it's a whole lifestyle it's a whole lesson it's like it is the yoga in motion um to be honest it's like everything because it can be really really lonely and um yeah making sure that you self-care is huge um Mm. having a practice where you are able to realign yourself constantly and believe in yourself and um just do it even when you make mistakes because what I've found is the people that are watching you are usually the people that really like when you think about it when you really notice people online it's usually because you're going to buy from them so it's like the people that are actually really watching you are usually people that really actually want something from you I have made loads of mistakes but they've actually been amazing so yeah not being scared to make mistakes just doing it because you just don't know until you try and yeah it's probably the biggest thing yeah definitely I think you know that is that is definitely one of the biggest things is seeing the mistakes as just a learning opportunity and not getting so hung up on it when things don't go to plan because you've got that longer term vision like you know what you're working towards right you know that you really want to create more programs, create more transformation for people, bring more impact to people in the world. And if this launch doesn't go quite to plan, that's okay. There's many more launches to come, right? So seeing totally. it as a journey of learning and experience is a really good way to, a really good mind space to have. And people are kind, like, you know, my community is so kind. I know them really well now. I, I mean, I haven't met some of these people, but like, I know their names on Facebook mm. and Instagram. Like, you know, they'll reach out to me. They'll email me. Like, I feel like connected to them. People are kind. If you say like change a plan or tweak something or people are kind, they want to hear from you. The people that actually want to buy your product, they're not, you know, yeah. we get so caught up in here, but yeah. Yeah. That everything has to be perfect. So you had, yeah. you had two, you had two launches of your own generating around 6k for each of those launches and then you've had a 10k launch that you've shared with your best friend you in with Lou Wellness which is a a new company that you've co-founded talk to us about the launch processes that you've gone through um, and can you highlight how the program has supported you with those processes to actually launch your programs successfully yeah yeah so um first of all I didn't have the content before I launched so I launched the program and I figured out what people wanted as I was launching the program and that Mm. was really really helpful because I had an existing audience from doing drop-in studio zoom classes um well not studio classes drop-in online classes and I really paid attention to what they wanted so it wasn't like it was like me answering a need and I actually had people asking me for the program so it was like they were coming to these drop-in classes they said I want to learn more about philosophy when when where can I learn I got the same question kept coming up and kept coming up so I thought and home practice I want to learn more about self-practice where can I learn so it was almost like the community built the program in a way or built the 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 niche and that meant that I knew it was going to sell Um, and then with my the first launch I did I basically had like pre-sold the program without launching it because I had so many people asking me because my classes were philosophy driven anyway so people were 
coming to me because they want that and then they want more of that. So um, I kind of knew that I already had like at least eight people that would enroll. Um, and then, and they were emailing me, when is this program going to launch, you know? So um, I didn't really do much of the launch for the first one, um, but I did personally email and reach out to people that had been to my classes that I'd met before. Like I did personalized emails. I mean, I'm small enough. I was then that I, you know, could do that. Um, the second one, half the people from the first program wanted to do the second program, which was really, really amazing because I realized one, I could price wise, I was, could, you can always, you can always price higher. That's one thing I would say. But, um, like I, you know, I, it, yeah, that was really um, awesome to have that. But what I did encounter was that my audience hadn't grown because I had spent so long nurturing the audience I had, but I had got to a point where I wasn't putting in any infrastructure to actually grow the audience. So that was an interesting learning. Um, and the launch process for that was basically just over email. I didn't actually use much, many of the other tools. And then of course I ran into problems when I didn't get any, I got returning students, but I hardly got any new students. So I was like, okay, like you've plateaued with your audience. You need to actually keep growing. But well, that's okay. You know, there's lots of strategies that you can use. And the fact that you'd gone straight into launching something without, without actually first building it, which is definitely an approach you can, you can use. I've done it. I've done it. And it's actually a great way to, to get yourself out there and to get your course out there because you can kind of build as you go and respond to people as you go and of course it's a live program that you're that you're running so you can do it in that way in that sense um but the great thing about this is that you even taking the approach you did you had a lot of success and you know that there's other strategies in your toolbox that you can come back to so the next launch you can bring this in the next launch after that you can add another strategy in and each time it's going to get better and better well, I then after you and I had spoke, we spoke about me building a Facebook group, mm -hmm. which I had been, that was the one part of the program that I was really like, oh, I don't like Facebook. I'm hesitant to do that. And you were like, do it. And I did. And then that pulled in people for my new business. So then I, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this Facebook group thing. And it was really good because I got people's email addresses. I, you know, you, they enter the Facebook group, you get them on email. I did a free, um, you know, um, live challenge. Facebook class in there every week and then started informing them about low. I didn't do a challenge, but I kept dropping in yeah, bits and built them up for the low launch. And then those people went on to my mm. next program. So have you done any challenges? Have you done any challenges as part of your launch process or are you planning on doing any? No, but we're definitely planning on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is the great thing about it. Like you've got, you know that you've got lifetime access to my program. Like you can dip into it and dip out at any point and be like, okay, this time I want to know how to effectively run a yoga, a, an online challenge to build my list and, and to use as part of my launch process, all the information is there for you to, to, you know, use. So useful. And now my program's housed on Teachable and I do, do the live Zoom sessions in combination with the Teachable. So for yeah. the second launch of this program, the whole program's already built. So it's like so easy. It's like so yeah. time savvy, you know, it's becoming really passive. So yeah. yeah. 
amazing. So tell us what you're doing with Lou Wellness and this wait list that you've got. Tell us about that and what the future looks like. Yeah, so basically I, um, just like you were saying, my niche has sort of expanded and I as a teacher have expanded with my own life experiences over the last 12 months, as I think everyone yeah. has. <laughs> and I realized that actually um, speaking to an emotional um, uh, pain point is actually like more compelling and draws a lot more people in and, and from my community for my community anyway um and yeah my friend we got talking and one of one hard thing about being an entrepreneur is being by yourself so I was kind of like thinking of ways that I could um just expand a bit more um and yeah so then we decided to go into business together and um people we we had just so much interest in it because of the messaging and because the niche was so um we'd done a lot of interviews with friends and and women and what their pain points were and I really think the messaging is what got people on the wait list and we have we've, we've just launched or announced our second um intake and we just have a, a whole wait list to now who are waiting for it whether or not those people time-wise can do it but they're there it's like oh we already have leads you know so um yeah it's it's really cool How's that feel fucking good man like it feels like oh this the stuff works like it actually works you know and I've quit my um my little side hustle job um I was a designer off and on for years and I don't do that anymore um yeah it's really good and from the process of showing up online I've had so many brands approach me I've taught at big like large-scale events thankfully in New Zealand we're still running festivals so like uh in November I taught a thousand people on stage which was crazy and that's all from having an online presence because I had never taught in New Zealand before so no one knew me here so it's like the amount of exposure that I've gotten from being showing up online consistently and um has been amazing and then of course people go to the events they do your class and then they end up doing your online stuff which has happened so yeah amazing what does the future hold for you Claire what's your kind of vision where you really want to take this um my vision is to um I I want to expand low well-being and and really scale it um and create passive income streams so um a membership site um have um ongoing programs so tear it so have like a um you know a high price point option um a lower a, a mid-range price point option and then have like a membership site is really where we're looking at heading with it um mm -hmm. I would say when you go into business with someone else really making sure that you're aligned is is key so um, we've been very frank and open and honest about where we're at and if I I'm also doing my own stuff alongside it um, so I sort of do believe in having different income streams um, yeah but simplifying it and having a life where I can travel when that opens up again and and have some freedom you know gone are the days of studio teaching <laughs> 
exactly, exactly. Um, well, before we finish up, what would you like to say to anyone who is considering joining the Profitable Yoga Teacher? Do it. Do it and find your own groove with it. Find your own ebb and flow because um, there's a lot, it, it is a lot of information and it's not, it's not like easy. Like it's a challenge. Like you're not, it, it requires work. Um, so do it and, and believe in yourself and find find your own rhythm with it and stick with it until you do because once you find that sweet spot you just and it goes the sweet spot goes hand in hand with your mindset and once those two things marry together you just go into a space of flow and expansion and you're like how did I get here when a year ago I was like uh you know so it's yeah it's amazing wonderful thank you so much and congratulations with everything that you've done so far you really are kind of showing to people that you can do it and you know you've got your goal goals and your vision you're working towards it so well done because it's not like you say it's not easy you know it's easier to give up right but if you really feel connected to Definitely. what you want to share in the world you keep showing up and you're really showing that so congratulations we're so Thank proud you. of you digital yoga academy keep doing what you're Thank doing you. Thank with you, us. Kelly. You've been listening to the Yogipreneur podcast brought to you by Digital Yoga Academy, the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide. And if you loved what you learned today, please subscribe, rate, and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action.